You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Maybe I'm crazy, but we forgot that the Saints are in the NFL. <laughs> When the Saints come marching into the playoffs. <laughs> maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not. I'm Joy Taylor. Welcome to Maybe I'm Crazy. This is my partner, Brandon Newman. Hola. King Petty is back. Oh, mm. love you, LeBron James. So strong. We do not deserve LeBron James. We're going to get to him in a few seconds, but we don't deserve you. We really don't deserve you. You are the best. Uh, there's a lot, a whole lot going on. The U is back officially. I feel no. comfortable saying it now. So we will talk all about my amazing weekend in Miami. We will get to you, you, over there in a minute. Uh, I didn't have a turnover chain for you to wear. Unfortunately, Good. I did not get to grab one. We'll get to all that in a second. Uh, my Super Bowl prediction is uh, it's going to be an old head. It's going to be an old head Super Bowl. Mm. We, uh, I alluded to that a few minutes ago. We'll get to that in a second. Colin Kaepernick is a legend, and Nessa has a great idea that I'm totally with. And my losers this week are Chaz Green, Jimmy G. Wait for that one. And uh, and John Elway, which I think we can all pretty much agree yeah, on at this point. There's not a whole lot of argument sure. there. But let's get started. We have to move up the petty report. We usually do it a little later in the podcast. But King James has given us just way too much excellent material this when you're week. worthy, you're worthy. We have lots of good gems for you on this one. So let's start with the fact that the Knicks lost. <laughs> which is just like very anticlimactic. I, I was, I don't root for the Knicks. What is that life like? And I'm rooting for the <laughs> Knicks last night, which is ridiculous. And they let me down, which it seems like that's a thing that they do. But anyway, the Cavs beat the Knicks 104-101. Uh, but LeBron James did miss two free throws at the end of the game, which is very on brand. He's, he's basically on brand all over the place. Uh, but there's so, there's so much going on with this story. Uh, so we'll start with the, from the beginning. Uh, Phil Jackson, LeBron James, the saga continues. Mm -hmm. As we know, LeBron James is the pettiest on this planet. He lets nothing go. He never forgets. Mm. He's like the North. He remembers. And (laughs) just a little side note before I get back into this. Mm -hmm. Phil Jackson taking that job, huge mistake. I've been on this from the very beginning. From the second he took that job, I said it. It was a mistake. It was going to taint his legacy as the greatest ever. It was going to make him look like a crazy person. And all of this just so he could try and seem like he's on the same level as Pat Riley, and he's not. It was a mistake from the beginning. You were first on this? And I was right. You heard it? Yes, I was first. I want that on the record. I was first on that. (laughs) All right? I called it from the beginning that it was a disaster. Anyway, so LeBron took a shot at uh, Frank Nilikina. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud that I can say that name. No, I'm floored by it. Frank Nilikina, he took a shot at him because he's mad at Phil Jackson still right. after the game in Dallas. And he said that the Knicks made a bad choice and they shouldn't have taken him and they should have taken Dennis Smith Jr. Now, here's why this is unfair and why it's petty. He's trying to take a shot at Phil Jackson, which I understand because right. I understand being petty and never letting anything go. But why you got to crush the kid? Right. So now all of New York is upset, which I'm into because now they, they're, they're like rallying around him. You just like that. New York is upset at LeBron. Of course. Like, just like New York being upset is just what they do. They but, live well, upset. I don't think that New Yorkers like who, who are Knicks fans care about LeBron anyway. Like they right. respect him for being great, but they're not going to like him taking a gratuitous shot. Michael at- Rappaport. 
Michael Michael's on it. All right. You already know that. You already know that. Right. So get to the game. Mm-hmm. Him and Ennis Cantor get into it because LeBron's doing his bully move on Nilikina. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that I can say that name. And <laughs> and he, he didn't take it though. He pushed him back. He gave him a little shove. Yeah, Cantor was... gets in his face. Yeah. And uh, of course, it's a basketball fight, so they get a little. They get they get so close. They get this close. They get this close. It's just close. And then everyone they're just this close. They're so close. Them. They're so close. But then they just never. Then they pull back. <laughs> they pull back. It's like a baseball fight, but baseball fights never actually get. They, they never get that close. It's all like pushing. Right. They got to run farther to get to each other. Basketball fights are like. Um, they're like boxing weigh-ins. Yes. You know how they like get and they like put their foreheads up against each other. Yes. <laughs> That's what basketball <laughs> fights are like. Sorry if I just messed up the you guys just, The image you guys just missed. But that's what it is. Yes. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Anyway, so uh, Cantor feels like he's about that life, and then he took some shots at LeBron after the game, which I really loved. I don't... He didn't bring his Can family. we hear that? Let's, 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 let's yeah. listen to Cantor after the game. But I'll, I'll tell you one thing. This team is really special, and you ain't coming to my house playing that water bottle flip game again. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't care who you are, king, what, what do you call yourself, king, queen, princess, whatever you are. You know what? We're going to fight. And, and, and nobody out there going to punk us. The pettiness is incredible. And, and I love it. You know, how, you know how I love rivalries. You know how I, you know how I love the villains. Even I, though Cantor's not really a villain. I was going to say, like, I, can't, I can't get into this rivalry because it's Cantor taking up for his Knicks family that he just got there and just and got to against LeBron. And picture on Twitter afterwards. <laughs> it's insane. Oh, it's so good. I told you there's so many levels to this story. It's so amazing. And then to top it all off, mm-hmm. LeBron posts on Instagram, mm. his playground, if you will, <laughs> a picture of him in the garden with the caption, King of New York. Not even king, emoji king, which kind well, of looks I mean, like a, uh, sounds like a queen crown, Why too. would you type the word when you can use an emoji? I'm so done with LeBron right now. <laughs> Listen, we don't deserve LeBron. We really, really, truly do not. And when LeBron's no longer in the NBA, it's going to be a very, very sad day because he is not replaceable. And not just because of how great he is. He is just the, the, the king of content. He is so discussable. And I love it. You are not the king of New York, LeBron. That is mad disrespectful. <laughs> I'm not even say from that. New York and I'm disrespected. That's nonsense. Charles Oakley's not trying to hear that. Are you crazy? Are you crazy calling yourself the king of New York? I cannot believe you posted that. I Honestly, LeBron does a lot of passive aggressive stuff. That is crazy. Like what? What king of New York has only ridden the subway twice in their life? Okay, we're gonna get to the subway thing in just a second because that—that is a whole other layer to the story that we are going to get into. But let's just keep it right here for one second. Okay, okay? I apologize. I apologize. You, you are not Knicks basketball mm-hmm. is legendary. Okay, they are—they've been pretty bad, but that's the Garden. You can't call yourself the king of New York if you ain't the king of New York, and you're not the king of New York. It's mad you're just not. Statistically, you're also not the king of New York. Michael Jordan owns the Garden. Period. He has he averaged 32 points per game throughout his career. It's the best in NBA history. It's right. It's in the. This right here. LeBron's it's in the still playing. LeBron can come after that. Okay. Well, he's chasing, good luck. He's chasing you know Jordan. Good luck with that. Chase greatness. All right. But right now, <laughs> right now, while you're posting yeah. that, while you're talking that ish, you're right. not actually the king of New York in yes. no quantifiable way. The last person who claimed they're king of New York was Kendrick Lamar in a in a Big Sean song and it didn't go well for him either. 
You can't just be out here saying you're king you of New York. You can't be out here saying you're the king of New York. You can't do it. You it's can't not do available that. for you. It's not available for anyone, really, actually. Because no. I feel like only New Yorkers can decide who the king of New York is. Yes, and real New Yorkers would never say, I'm the king of New York. Bro, it's aggressive. And I, I, and, and, and honestly, whatever whatever blowback comes from this, he earned it because that is crazy. You won a game in November. You're 500 on the season so far. You beat the Knicks. Can you relax? Please? You beat the Knicks. Please. You're getting into forehead arguments with cancer. <laughs> Okay. There's no way he would have posted that if he didn't hit that last that last shot over no over the uniform. If they lost that game, he's posting that. No, which is like, oh, it's just so good though. I love you, LeBron. Just thank you for everything that you do. For, thank you for everything you do for us and our careers. I really do appreciate you. I just want you to know that. I want that on the record. Appreciate the content right. and thank you for coming to Miami for those four years. I appreciate that also. This is so uh, good. All right. So now you mentioned the little subway ride. Mm-hmm. This was that was gonna be my original petty report. Yes. Uh, but then so much happened that we, we had, we the had King a, of Content gifted we, us. Yes, he was like, "Early Christmas for you, Joy. Enjoy all of these nuggets." So here's the thing about the infamous subway ride. Mm-hmm. I'm not from New York. I'm from Pittsburgh. Okay, Iron City. There we go. Right. Uh, we don't have a subway there. All right. Um, you take the bus, or you walk, or you get a jitney which now is officially an Uber. Uh, what was it called? That's old school. Jitney. A Jitney? Yeah, that's when you call someone, you pay someone to drive you places. You don't know about that. You're that very, sounds you're, like the plug. You're, you're very young. You don't know about okay. that. That's the original Uber, right? Okay. okay that's, that's what it is. Anyway, uh, that's how you get around. Mm-hmm. All right, so when I go to New York, which I love New York, I don't know how to use the subway because there's all these like signs and stuff. I, I, I need someone who's from New York to be like, yeah, get on this bus or whatever, and then I figure very it out. Very confusing. But I also don't Snapchat myself in the subway. This is the thing about New York. People don't want to be bothered, all right? They do not want it is it is not a friendly place, which is fine. Yes. All right. I love New York. I am sometimes friendly, sometimes I'm not in the mood, so I get it. <laughs> it's not a place you say hello to people. Uh-uh. You know, nobody's hugging you. Nope. Like, what's up? That's how it is. Barely that. I get it. All right. So LeBron decided to take the subway with his entire team. And they had to record the entire process. Here's the problem. Aside from everything else I just mentioned. It's so millennial. Like, I, I get it, all right? I'm, I'm on social media. Yes. I record myself doing things, all right? <laughs> yes. I Snapchatted the UM game, mm-hmm. you know, so people could experience it who weren't there. You know, if yeah. you happen to be following me, I'm a good follow, George Taylor Talks. <laughs> Great follow. But the, you took the coolness out of it. Let's just pretend they all, as a team, get on the subway and don't tell anyone. They don't, they, no one snaps, no one tweets. They're just riding on the subway. And then someone is on the subway with them, like, yo, I'm on the, like, LeBron James is on the subway, just chilling. Right. That is cool. That's the video that needs to get leaked. But when you get on the subway, like, we're regular people, we got our hoodies on in the subway. So bad. See him next to this New Yorker guy, boom. The New Yorker guy, so on brand. It's like, can you not? (laughs) Can you not do that? Can you not? It's true. All right. And also, well, let's say, the, having a cell phone out, there's no service under there. He was just pre-filming to put up something yeah. later. You're, 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 you're not like, you're, scrolling you're not Instagram using, on the subway. There's service now? There's service in the subway now? No, I've been gone service. for two years, yeah. and yeah, they, now they got service, service in the subway. All right, so maybe LeBron has some special, like, extra rich oh, people LeBron got service. thing. Yeah, he got service. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, oh, this is LeBron's phone, dial up. This one always got to have bars, all right? <laughs> Um, all right, moving on. I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast 
um, that I went to Miami this weekend. Yeah. And uh, Miami won. Very convincingly over uh, your silly team, Notre Dame. 41 <laughs> to 8. Silly team. In front of a crowd of more than 65,000. Look, you're just going to have to eat it. All right. Not only did you like throw some shade that you guys were somehow going to win this game, you got your asses kicked. So, it, very convincingly. There's no question about it. I mean, Matter of fact, that eight really it should they should have just taken it. Just take the donut and go about go about your life. All right. It's that's what it is. No, we scored at points. You claim the turnover chain would not make an appearance. Uh, four times we got to see that bling. It was lovely. Anyway, so I, I went down to Miami. Uh, I had promised you we were going to watch the game together, and then mm-hmm. I trumped our plans by going to the game instead. Yes. Because um, I'm an elitist. And <laughs> uh, it was it was an amazing experience, though. I have to say, I've I've been to a lot of sporting events, and, uh, like, obviously, I'm very privileged to have, to have done that. I'm not bragging, but I have been to a lot of sporting events. Mm-hmm. And it was the craziest experience environment ever. UM tailgates are lit to begin with, as you can imagine. There's quite a bit of diversity in Miami, and yes. everybody brings their own little flavor to the tailgate. But that bleep was crazy. It was like Lord of the Flies. Oh, we got to keep it moving. All right. I'm with two other girls. We have no protection. Let's just keep this thing going. Notre Dame <laughs> right? tailgates are really fun as well. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Do you guys all wear polos? You know? No, I mean, sometimes. Yeah. Do you have a latte before just you tuck start? Tucking in, tuck in our Anyway, it was amazing. It was, it was a great time. The environment inside the stadium, once we got out of the insane tailgate, which was, uh, which was fun, uh, was insane. It just Canes fans have been through a lot, and – it's the most hated program maybe in all of sports and to ha- to to make a statement like that at a na- on a nationally televised game against a third ranked Notre Dame team that everybody believes in was a big deal it was it was one of the biggest wins in the program's history just based off of all the stuff that has happened as of recent surviving the Al Golden era the sanctions it's and it's perfect they just deal with it. You got to eat every second of this. It's perfect for college football because, as we know, there's always got to be a villain, and Miami is the built-in villain for college football. No way. Kane, yes, Canes fans have a huge persecution complex, as they should, and they're fully capable of dealing with any kind of hate that you can push their way. And they have the ultimate ability to rock swag like no other program. That is not debatable. Not debatable. And it's perfect. The U is back. No. You're going to play Clemson. It's going to be lit. No. The U is back for one night, maybe 24 hours, against a Notre Dame team that was one-dimensional. You're out of the playoffs. Mm. Congratulations. I'm glad you had a really good time. Thank you. I, um, I just want to go on record and say last time I played Miami at Notre Dame mm-hmm. was the Sun Bowl 2010. And we had four turnovers, and we beat Miami 33-17 in El Paso, Texas. It, 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 uh, Michael Floyd won MVP. Harrison Smith had three interceptions. It was a great, glorious day, and I never lost to Miami. That's nice. Keep living in the past. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on, uh, let's talk about another uh, pretty important game that's coming up in the near future, which mm-hmm. is the Super Bowl. And I have decided... <laughs> Um, it's like Minnesota. It's going to be so cold. Um, I've decided that the Saints are, are going to go to the Super Bowl. It's going to be a Patriots Saints Super Bowl. <laughs> it's just so, like, no. Okay. You're laughing. You're laughing, but they've won seven straight games. I like the Saints. No, no, no. No, no, no. I need you to hear me out, though. This is important, okay. what I'm about okay. to say. All right. Everyone thought the Saints were going to be ass this year, right? Because they won their first two games in horrible fashion. Adrian Peterson got like two yards 
it was the sky the sky's falling and the Saints are over and Drew Brees is never gonna make it to the big game again in his career and it's all over, right? Except for no, they've won the last their last seven games and Drew Brees hasn't even been carrying them. It's been the the, the rushing game, which is bizarre because the whole Adrian Peterson thing. Mm-hmm. As soon as they got him out of there, which look, I love AP, like whatever, great. Um Cardinals, RIP Cardinals anyway, but whatever. Maybe it was what they needed. Because Mark Ingram is playing great. They scored six rushing touchdowns against Buffalo, which is uh, Buffalo's okay. I don't believe in Buffalo, but they're okay, right? Yeah, beating Buffalo. They at beat Buffalo forty-seven ten. Yeah, they didn't beat Buffalo. They, they beat that ass. Okay, yes, yes. so they, an the, ass the Saints yes. are for real. They're number one in total defense, number one in pass defense, number two in scoring defense, and they're the second team to win seven straight after going zero and two. The other one. 93 Cowboys. You know what they did that year? They won the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl? Correct. They won the Super Bowl. Correct. The Saints aren't winning the Super Bowl. No, the Patriots are winning the Super Bowl, which I've said since before the season started. The Patriots are winning the Super Bowl. I'm just saying the Saints are going to the Super Bowl. I can't get in on these, these old quarterbacks. I can't get on it. I, the defense is playing great. The fact that the Saints are where they're at because of the defense is amazing. But I'm not, I'm not buying it in Drew Brees. Well, I mean, you better swallow that pill. Take your old man pill because that's what's happening. It's going to be an old man Super Bowl. It's going to be Tom Brady and Drew Brees, and it's going to be a gunslinging fest. Can't wait for the geriatric bowl. In Minnesota. Look, there's going to be lots of lots of Bengay. Old, old bodies lots, don't lots do well in the cold. juice being passed around. All right? <laughs> I'm telling you. But uh, that's happening. Also, Colin Kaepernick is on the cover of GQ magazine this month for mm-hmm. Citizen of the Year. Very great picture. Very smart picture. That's like an old school compliment. Like you're looking smart, not like head smart. Yes. Looking, bring that back. Looking smart. Yeah. You look smart you today. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that'll be interpreted the same way if you don't like explain it. Um, but anyway, he he looks good, and the the pictures around it are good. They shot in Harlem. Mm-hmm. Did a little video. Uh, but the interesting thing about this cover story is he actually doesn't do the interview. So when I first heard that, I was kind of like, ah, that's. It's a little confusing. He's still letting other people speak for him. Right. But he had his his closest closest confidants uh, talk, one of those being Nessa, mm-hmm. which is his partner of three years. And so the, 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 whole, the whole story is just like a, a couple paragraphs from each person about their relationship with Kaepernick, uh, what they think about him, what they think about the protests, what they think about the NFL now. Um, so it's very interesting. It's it's easy to read. So for all of you out there who are fighting the good fight with memes, I suggest you just take five <laughs> minutes out of your day and actually read the article. Right. I know it's difficult to do actual research, <laughs> but just read the article. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's interesting. I, I I wasn't sure what to think of it when I found out that he he hadn't spoken, and then I read it, and uh, I, and I also thought about it overnight once I saw the story came out. I also think that part of the reason why he didn't talk is because he is suing the NFL for collusion. And mm. when you're in the middle of a lawsuit, your best bet is usually not to talk. So right. that may have a part to play in it. But I, I, I thought it was very interesting the way the whole thing was structured. But the biggest takeaway, uh, and Skip mentioned this on Undisputed today, for, and, and it stuck out to me also, is what Nessa said. And she basically, uh, I'm, I'm, she basically said... If you feel a different way, like if you feel like you agree with Kaepernick, you know, and you have family members who disagree, like we're coming up on the holiday season mm-hmm. and everyone's trying to figure out, like, how, how can I actually make a difference? You know, I'm not a millionaire. I can't donate a million dollars. I can't 
Um, you know, I, I don't know if like protesting out in the middle of the street is working. Like, how can I change someone's opinion about this without, you know, posting memes on social media? How can I actually directly affect someone? And she basically said, just like, have a conversation with your family. Have it that uncomfortable converse- conversation. Let someone know that you feel this way and explain to them why and remind them why Kaepernick protested in the first place and basically like change the world one heart at a time, which I thought was was a very interesting perspective. And it kind of just slammed it down, like forget everything else that's happening, Trump, the NFL protests, you know, everything else, all the noise, just get down to like, how do you actually change people's opinion about things? So the the piece is really good. Um, I'm glad they did it. And uh, please miss me with the boycott GQ. I just don't have time. I mean, boycott dude, like, GQ. You boycott GQ. What are you boycotting style for? Everything. Just can we just stop, please? Just read the article. Boycott TCU. Oh. No, that's the that's from that's from uh. Ooh. That's remember the Titans, right? <laughs> boycott TC. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh my God, that's so aggressive. <laughs> Not TCU, TC. TC. Sorry, Ashley. Like, what? How did this get in here? That was a side note. That did not. I don't know what that that um that contribution was there, Brandon. But um, anyway, I like the article. I'm glad about it. I'm glad about it. Maybe I'm crazy is a new show. We've been doing it for a few months. Mm -hmm. The other new show at Fox Sports is First Things First. So check out my friends Nick Wright, Chris Carter, and Jenna Wolf every weekday morning at 6.30 Eastern on FS1. And if that's too early for you, they have a podcast also. So check that out on all major podcast platforms every morning. Uh, Did you get Russ anything for his birthday? uh, I got him 37. (laughs) (laughs) My God, that's the funniest joke that dude's ever heard in his life. It's showtime at the Apollo in here. Paul George. Paul George, who knows? Stand-up comedian. Eddie George, <laughs> step aside. Eddie George, listen to me. Eddie Murphy. Where did Both Eddie George come from? Both of them. Why did Eddie George, what a weird comment by me. Anyway, I can't stand when reporters just start cracking up at these guys. Like They're making one little funny uh, quip. It's the funniest thing they ever heard in their lives. You oh. got <laughs> to give them something. 37 <laughs> points. <laughs> Relax. It's actually funnier when you say it. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> I mean, Paul George, a little joke. Funniest thing ever. Dude's having a hernia. Paul anyway. Sh- Paul George should write jokes and you should. Yeah. And then them. I should say them so that yeah. they're funnier. <laughs> anyway, uh, out on that laugh. Let's do in or out. In or, or out. Or out. Or in kind of mean by me but it's like relax it's not that funny it, it was yeah, funny it all right it was funny it made it unfunny because he laughed so hard it's a stretch of a question. all right what am i what am i on? all right let's start off in china uh <laughs> liangelo ball and what? two of his ucla teammates are on the way back to america after being arrested in china for stealing mm-hmm. sunglasses while in beijing president trump asked the leader of china if he could help resolve the situation yes joy are you in or out on giving trump a teeny little bit of credit just once kind of sort of i I believe yes. uh, I am in that one hair on Trump's maybe head, maybe, maybe his it's head. hair, yes. maybe it's hair, it's right. not his hair, but yes. like one of those hairs, mm-hmm. I think we're calling them hairs, slightly waved in the direction mm-hmm. that is right. Oh. Just one hair, one hair on his head, not, a, not a whole turn, not, yeah. like he did, not, not, nothing else with one hair like blue in the right direction. Uh, it was, he should bring them back. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're idiots. And most importantly, Leangelo, you made me a liar. And uh, 
You're on the list now. <laughs> You'll All come right? back you made Matt. me a liar. I said LeVar Ball has the kids have never run in any trouble. You go to another country and steal stupid sunglasses. All right. I'll send you some sunglasses. All right. By the way, think about expensive sunglasses. You lose them and get them scratched every single time. Don't buy expensive sunglasses. That's a hot tip from, from someone who has had expensive a, sunglasses and they've blown off their heads. Devastating. Louis Vuitton story. Not worth stealing. Is it is it do we put this in the maybe I'm crazy curse category? What? We talked highly no, about the curse. No, the curse is gone. The curse is gone. Thank you, Mort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Thank Mort. you, Mort. Shout out, Mort. Okay, moving on. Yes. So last Friday, during your Miami Heat's win over the Utah Jazz, Sweet. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Deion Waiters went for a loose ball and decided mm-hmm. to dive at Rudy Gobert's knee. That is a bias description. Let me finish the read. <laughs> the controversial play will keep Gobert out for at least a month. Gobert came to Waiter came for waiters and called his play dirty during the interviews and social media. Joy, are you in or out on playing dirty? Very in. You're Unless in on you're playing Della dirty. Unless you're Delva Dova. Yeah, no time for that. I'm, I'm in on dirty play, yes. I was a dirty player. I'm five foot two. What else do I got? <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm five I, foot two and I'm fast. I weighed 97 pounds when I graduated high school. What else do I have to, what else can I do? I have to be dirty. That so actually, it, that leads me to my take on why I didn't play dirty. I was good enough not to play dirty in high school and in college I didn't play dirty, which I should have. Maybe I've been in the league by now. Yes, if but you, I if just you had was, played dirtier, you would be in the NFL right I now. I knew all the refs' names, their kids' names. Like, hey, Jim. You focus on the wrong thing, all right? You don't have that killer instinct. That's your problem. That's your problem I, right I there. Don't, I don't. No, I was, I was a very dirty player, actually. Uh, it, it was more like like sneaky dirty. You know, I was actually dirty. I was a dirty player. I yeah, was. I understand a lot. I would like pull people's jerseys. You know, like in soccer, you're lining up next to each other. Like, I'll just like hold their jersey. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Laugh, laugh. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? What? Wasn't me. I've been in bench clearing fights. The dirtiest thing I ever did was in youth league. I used to do wrestling moves on like people when I tackled them. Just like people's elbow, yeah. all that extra stuff. You gotta give them. You, you just gotta put a little extra sauce on them. Let them know you're there. Because I, I was little, so yes. it's, I'm always like, people see me, they're like, ah, oh, a little shrimp girl. Like, sure, you can come get some She's if you want. She's dangerous, though. You can get some if you want. <laughs> Actually, short, very short story. Uh, I. I was most I was the dirtiest in soccer, mm-hmm. and a, a friend of mine who was a year younger than me when she graduated and went on to a soccer scholarship in Pennsylvania. She was at camp. Everyone's meeting each other, her new teammates, and she told her where she went to high school. And the girl was like, "Did you play with like a really short, like skinny, light skinned girl, curly hair?" She's like, "Yeah, Joy is like one of my best friends." She's like, "Yeah, that girl's a c word." <laughs> Like yeah, she's like dirty. She always used to mess. No, you're not allowed to say it. Uh, she'd always mess with me. So was, I'm very proud of that. You have actually. a rep of being just. Listen, don't catch these hands. I'm you gotta get you. It how you live. Exactly. <laughs> okay, moving on. And on dirty play. Uh, Steph Curry and his wife oh, Aisha. Wait, before you go, go on, oh, that play wasn't dirty. All right, Deion Waiters. Just, he's good. He's playing hard. He's playing hard. Waiters County. Go on. So in on. I'm in on Deion Waiters. Okay, in on Deion Waiters, <laughs> clearly, in Miami Heat. Shouts out to Wade's heavy eye. Got to throw it every time. Just a little bit, every time. Speaking of NBA, uh, Steph Curry <laughs> and his wife, Aisha, are now starting a new cooking game. Mm-hmm. The mobile app game is called Chef Curry. Mm-hmm. features the voice of Steph and Aisha as they race to feel, feed all their hungry customers in this virtual restaurant they have. Sure. This random news of this random game got me thinking. Joy, are you in or out on cooking? C- me cooking? Like cooking? Like, yes. Yes, I'm out on cooking. When very you, much. Uh, like I like people to cook for me very much. I like to eat. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. It's 2017. You know what I mean? Like, I be it's not like, yeah, of course. What, what, what do you mean? But 
I don't like. I, I hate cooking. First of all, I hate grocery shopping. All right, there's nothing fun about it. You just, I, I always buy too much. You can't go grocery shopping hungry because then you, you buy way too much. I have, I buy the vegetables, I bring them home. I don't feel like eating a salad, so I get the Uber Eats anyway. It's stupid. You <laughs> uh, to clean up, and yes. I'm hungry now. And more importantly, I'm not a good cook. So why would I take the time to try and cook something that's going to taste mediocre when I could just pay someone who's a professional to cook it for me? It makes no sense. I can't. I'm, I I completely agree with you on that. Like I can't wait. And to then have I a have chef. to clean up afterwards. Yeah, Who no, wants no, no. to do that? I want to sleep. I'm tired. I just ate this big meal. But no. the home cooking, home home cook- cooking is the best thing in the world. Right. Which is why I'm happy to bring wine and come to your house anytime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will provide the alcohol and the mouth to feed. But I, I am not interested in cooking anything. Can you cook for us when you get your cat? Me and Big Meech come over, you get your cat, and... I I don't like cooking for other people. I don't even like cooking for myself. I'm not a good cook. You don't want to eat my cooking. Like, for Thanksgiving, I'm going to go home next week. I'm going to eat mad food. My mom's going to cook a bunch of food. My nieces are going to cook. My sister's going to cook. I'm going to sit on the couch, watch football. And then, at the end of the day, I'm going to bring wine. I'm going to go to the store and get some wine. And at the end of the day, I'm going to help clean up. That's my contribution to Thanksgiving dinner. They don't have to to clean anything. Just sit down, relax. You do all the cooking, I'll clean. Okay. Reluctantly, because I really don't want to clean, but... I'll let you be out on cooking, but we need that Blue Apron sponsor. So, shouts out Blue Apron. No, no, Apron. no. I'm like, very available for Blue we're, Apron. Yeah, we're, we're, you we're able to switch. change my mind on cooking, Blue Apron, I am available. Let's do this. So you can send me the box with the stuff, and I or will try it. All the other, other ones. I'm, I'm sure there's sure other ones out there. I'm sure I will there. love cooking very after popular. Blue Apron. Yes, or any of the other ones. Yes. Can't wait to use available. it and try it. Right. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> uh, during Monday Night Football, Cam Newton and the Panthers had a historic yeah. night against your Dolphins. Uh, the Panthers set a franchise record of 548 total yards while mm-hmm. Cam threw for five or uh, 254 and ran for 95 on five carries. Mm-hmm. Joy, are you in or out on the Panthers being NFC contenders uh, after destroying your Jay Cutler-led Dolphins? No, they're not, they're not going to do anything. The Saints are going to go to the Super Bowl, so that's already done. But... I, I'm very tired of uh, – I'm out on that. I'm very tired of these these primetime uh, Dolphins games. Who did that? Who, <laughs> I who know. Who's in that? I who's know. The tra- who's the person making the schedule like, mm, uh, one, two, three? You know, I think we need one more. I think we need four what? Miami Dolphins primetime national television games. <laughs> three is not enough. Because not only do they get their asses kicked in all of them. Right. Um, well, they got their asses kicked in all of them. And then there's another one. We have more because now the Patriots get to kick their ass on national television. Is that coming up too? Oh yeah, we have you. Th- oh, you thought you were done? No, no, no. You have to watch another Dolphins game. Sorry, it's gonna be Monday night. It's week fourteen. It's gonna be awesome. Can't wait. It's gonna be thrilling. <laughs> I love it. I love to get a chance. Hey, Adam to Gage, see. Jay Cutler, how's that working out? Very good. He's he's zipping it around there. He's zipping it to the other team. Sure you enough, know, we're just throwing. Sure the ball. enough, he's zipping it right to, right to Luke Kuechly. Hey, 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 Luke Kuechly, would you like an interception? I would. I'm I would. In. I would, Jay Cutler. Thank you. Jay Cutler. Let me just take this little ball and end the game. Shout out to Santa Claus, Indiana. That's where he's from. Jay Cutler. He's a good dude. I'm not even going to say what I'm about to say. Go ahead. Let's <laughs> move on. I'm going to censor myself. Okay, maybe I'll get this read right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wiffle Ball has officially been inducted into the... I have an idea. What? Why don't you just read it and I will look at you? You don't have to make eye contact with me. I like the, I like the thing. I know, the but that's what's, that's what's messing you up. Go for it. Okay. I am now reading. Okay, wait a I'm ready. You ready? Go for it. Wiffle Ball has officially been inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame. Correct. Members of the Toy Hall of Fame include chess, frisbee, and obviously the cardboard box. <laughs> Along with Wiffle Ball, this year's inductees include Clue and Paper Airplanes. Joy, are you in or out on Wiffle Ball? First of all, who makes these decisions? <laughs> the toy. How do you get on the Toy Hall of Fame committee? The Toy Hall of committee? Fame. It's in Rochester, New York. It's very popular. 
I, created in 1998. No, I'm not. I think there should be a Toy Hall of Fame. I'm just saying, how do you get on the committee? Uh, I'm I'm out on Wiffle Ball the game. It's the stupidest game ever. Wiffle <laughs> Ball me. Bat, however, yes. excellent toy. Yes, I'm excellent all in toy. on Wiffle Ball Bat. You know what's bad with Wiffle Ball? What? The stupid ball. Listen, we, we, you got the pythons, all right? You, you smash the thing, and then the ball breaks. You can't play anymore. Joy. It's over. Don't. What, you break the ball within two minutes of playing. There's no way to control where it, go, it goes. You can't call your shot. What kind of game is this? Joy, don't be the person out on people getting into the Hall of Fame. Like, they're in the Hall of Fame. You got to give them respect Listen, when it's due. If, if it's a wiffle it's ball bat, yeah. I'm in on it. But the wiffle ball itself is a terrible toy. It's not fun to throw. Okay, I, I would say the the rankings in the Hall of Fame are a little bit off because I saw Ball made it in 2005. <laughs> Took a while for Ball to get into the Hall of Fame. Seems like the original like toy. Were like Roy's accusations against it or something? What is this? Clearly, clearly. Yeah, I don't know about it. I don't know about go. this Hall of Fame. It's sketchy. <laughs> it's sketchy. We should go Rochester. We do a live episode. Sponsored by Blue Apron mm-hmm. at the Rochester, New York. At the, at the toy. We're really pushing for Blue Apron and Cheetos. Come through. Um, <laughs> I'm in on toys, though. Just for the record. Fine. Yeah, fine. Yeah, it's toys. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, then you probably know I'm part of FS1's Undisputed with Skip and Shannon every weekday morning at 9.30 Eastern. Yep. But I also host the Undisputed podcast that gives you the five best segments of the day cut down to a short, smart show. Smart. Mm, smart. Smart. That is a compliment. <laughs> uh, with the best of me, Skip and Shannon. So go subscribe to the Undisputed Daily podcast on all major platforms. Loser power rankings, loser power rankings. These are the losers, the losers of the week. Chaz Green. Mm. Poor thing. Bless I felt soul. bad for him. I really did. I, I was not looking forward to hearing the sound of his interview after the game. And he was like, I got to look in the mirror. Like, you need to do more than that. Yeah. You know, like, like, learn how to play that position entirely. Yeah, practice instead just of like, going to games. Go back to the beginning. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he gave up... Uh, Five of the Falcons' eight sacks, mm. and he was pulled with eight minutes and 18 seconds left in the game. Sweet coaching, bro. <laughs> um, it was, I mean, what you, come you on, Jason eat. Garrett. I mean, I feel like after the third sack, you're like, hey, adjustments after two, you start thinking, does anybody have an adjustment to make? <laughs> I feel like he might need some help over there. Anyway, Adrian Claiborne had the game of his life. Um, he almost had the game of NFL history, he, yes. he only needed one more. Um, and he also made seven hundred fifty grand mm. because he hit his incentives on his contract. That's what I mean. Get some money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the, uh, at the expense of Dak Prescott and the Cowboys yes. might be might be R.I.P. Cowboys. I'm not willing to do it yet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ashley. Ashley, our producer is a big Cowboys fan. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it yet. I'm gonna hold off. But it's looking. You know, Zeke, Sean Lee's out. It's looking. A little, not looking good. Not looking I good. want to say Adrian Claiborne, I'm a defensive lineman. Shouts out all D linemen. He said he had one move and it just worked every time. So shouts out to him. Yeah, that one move is Being go consistent. against Chaz Green, who's not very good. <laughs> unfortunately. Licking his chops when he sees Chaz Green's number. My second loser is Jimmy Garoppolo, the handsome one. Uh, obviously, the, the the 49ers got that elusive first win yeah. against <laughs> against the New York Giants. <laughs> so bad. So bad, Giants. Stick with that McAdoo guy, though. They like him. 
Stick him, stick him with him. Seems like it. I, I don't understand the point of firing him at this, at this point in the season. Just ride it out. You know, whatever. But anyway, uh, they showed a scene in the locker room mm-hmm. of all the excited 49ers. Gotta, I'm not even going to pretend like I feel good for them because it's just, you know. I, I've been it's there, exciting. though. I've been there. I, I, I rode out a Dolphins season where they had one win. Jason was on the team. It was not a good year. And I cried extensively. Did you celebrate that one win, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was a big deal. Yeah. Big deal. Greg Camarillo. Cold hero in Miami. It's a big <laughs> deal. Anyway, um, they show the scene of the locker room, and there's Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> dancing around. He's excited like for he's been in the struggle the whole time. That is a that is some inauthentic. Okay, first of all, you were just on you were just on the Patriots, all right? And you won a Super Bowl last year, to all right? Bowl. You just got traded to not the worst, not the worst. The Browns are the worst, yes, but almost the worst team uh, in the NFL this year. And you're jumping around the locker room like you've been there for the whole struggle. You've not been there, Jimmy. You have no idea what the struggle what is. What is he supposed to do, Joy? He's supposed to sit over and pout and like tweet? No. I feel you, all right? He's he's a part of the team. Yes. He's got to rejoice with the team. But find a spot in the corner away from the cameras, all right? Yes. I want to see the men who have had to wear this shame all year, not right. you yes. with your handsome ass. Over there you go, all right? Yes, this is not your fair. time, Jimmy. Over there. So I, I got to give Jimmy I got to give Jimmy some hell, um, although he's going to catch a lot of it because he's going to be a bust. All right, anyway. Uh, John Elway is my number mm. one loser this week. Um, I like John Elway, but I think he's um, he's kind of been exposed. I think he got really lucky with Sports God, a.k.a. Tim Tebow. Uh, yes. Miracle run. It's a miracle run. I think Tebow got lucky with Tebow. but Listen, there's no such thing as luck when you're God. All right? You create your own luck. <laughs> I'm not going right? to sit here. And, uh, you create your own luck. Okay. He literally created luck. God created luck. He, no. uh, everything in this world he made, right? We're going we're gonna to be sacrilegious now? <laughs> He got sports god, and then Peyton Manning decided that he was going to go and win another Super Bowl. Right. So he said, I'll do it with John Elway. Why not? He got lucky. I mean, he put this whole team together and did everything but forget to hire a quarterback. Who is Brock Osweiler? This is what you're riding with? You got Paxton Lynch, okay, Trevor Simeon, and Brock Osweiler. I actually thought it was a joke at the beginning of the season when they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a quarterback battle. Paxton Lynch, Trevor Simeon. Maybe it's funny. We're doing funny jokes now? No, this is it's what a you're doing? quarterback battle. Paxton Lynch is a lot of promise. He just hasn't been able to practice. He's hurt, Joy. Okay. Injured. Okay, look, I'm sorry, but it, it, it is, it's kind of apparent that, that John Elway may not really actually know how to pick quarterbacks. Yes, that's fair. It, 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 it might be that thing where you're just too good. You expect everyone else to be as good as you. He's, he's got to touch him. I, I can't even say he has to touch Michael Jordan because he has won a Super Bowl, but... I would say in my time in, in college football, all the best players were the worst coaches. They had no idea how to explain how to do the things that they did. So maybe John Melwick is uh, suffering from that. Broncos look really bad. <laughs> the Broncos look really bad, and I, I feel bad for them because they have a decent defense. And even though the defense has struggled as of late as well, uh, I, I think he's just got to take the L this week. You're number one loser. Sorry about it. They played it against the Patriots, Joy. What do you think was going to happen? Tom Brady always struggles there. Yeah. A lot of people were picking the Broncos to win this game. I don't, don't I mean, don't ask me why, but they, they were picking the Broncos to win this game, and they did not win. They did the opposite of that. They lost because they're special teams. Their special teams killed them. If it wasn't for the special team stuff, Brock could have – By the way, how is Shannon Sharp's number not retired with the Broncos? Is that a thing? We got time. 
Yo, do it now. It should not be guys who are dropping uh, kickoffs wearing number 84. You're not allowed to suck an 84 in Denver. How's that a thing? That is fair. Disaster. Number two L's for you for that. Get on it. Fix that. Turn it around. Anyway, that's the losers. All right. What's your gut data fact this week? Okay. Well, we're watching Tom Brady score a lot of points. Mm-hmm. You said the Saints and the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. Old man Are Super going Bowl. to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're not going to win. Patriots old man, old man Super Bowl. I'd like to think the young guys are still doing their thing out there. Obviously, Joy, you're 30 years old. I am 30. That's not old. But no, it's not old. It's, but you're 30. <laughs> I'm, I'm repping for the under 30s. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking, and my gut told me, quarterbacks that are under 30 have more touchdowns than the quarterbacks that are 30 and above in the NFL right now. So my gut tell me, Joy. Interesting. No, no, dis- no I didn't discrimination. think that's where you were going with this. I thought you were about to say people who are under 30 have a better life than people who are over 30. Oh, no, no, no. Of course not. Because that is just not true. It's <laughs> not true at all. That is not true. It's not true at As all. As someone who has been under 30 and is now over 30, yes. that is not true. 30 is definitely better than under 30. Um, okay. Gut data fact is the quarterbacks who are under 30 mm-hmm. have more touchdowns than the quarterbacks who are over 30. Mm-hmm. 30 right. or over. Right. You're right. Hey! The quarterbacks under 30 have 263 touchdowns. Quarterbacks who are 30 and up, 175. So Woo! quite a bit more. Them old people. You think they're going to make the Super Bowl? I'm going with Carson Wentz. No. <laughs> just, no no listen and because and i didn't get into it earlier you just brought up a good point here's the reason why because while i while i like the young quarterbacks in this league i'm very sad about the sean watson yes. carson wentz is fun mm-hmm. all right he's, he's well-built quarterback gunslinger all right mm-hmm. i like him fine sure dak prescott great right jared goff i like all of them they're stafford. very fun future of the nfl stafford he's under 30 and he's going touchdowns are you hitting me with matt stafford he's on the list He's not on my list, okay? That is your list. Keep okay. your list to yourself. That's okay. not my list at all. We'll do. The future of the NFL, all yes. right? Not not the guy who can never win a big game. Not that guy, all right? Anyway, okay. young guys, I like all of them. But mm-hmm. when it comes to the big game, I want the experience. That's what you saw with the Packers and the Cowboys last year in the in, in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers, he, he wins out. He's got the experience. It's, it's a quarterback league. If you come down to Carson Wentz or Drew Brees, I'm taking Drew Brees. He's been there. I'm sorry. I'm taking the guy that's been there, and, and that's one. That's your good data fact? Yeah, and, and we'll see. We will see. We shall see. Anyway, that's Maybe <laughs> I'm Crazy this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, please subscribe. Mm. Share with your friends. Comment. Comment. Mm. All those things. Uh, let us know how we're doing, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Love you. Bye. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm wavy. Maybe I'm wavy. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not.